0: Hello, welcome to Perspective. I'm your host, Ramey Shislak, and today we are continuing part two of of uh, well, my interview. And so I'm here with my mom. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello, Ramey. Thanks for having me again.
0: And so today we are talking about well the story we left off left off in part two. So we're finally give, giving it out to you. <laughs> and so this is a very interesting story.
1: So um, so we're continuing from about growing up with autism right rain
0: yeah part two yes
1: so it's been a little while um since uh you know there's been some other interviews in between but now we just kind of want to pick up and give a few stories of um some situations that took place and um how you kind of walk through them and things so i know there's one story that um we haven't spoke about in a long time but it was uh, a situation that took place at a Chick-fil-A and um, I learned a, a great deal of things from that. Let's, um, why don't you talk about that just a little bit, about that story?
0: Yeah, they, this was uh, many years ago. Well, not many, more like maybe like I would say about three Three mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. Me and my mom Going on, uh, going on a date To uh, Chick-fil-A It was pretty good It was one of my favorite Restaurants at the time So we got our, We got Well I got my food Did you get anything that day? I can't remember Well I, So we were there I was like Let's not eat inside Let's just go Eat in the parking lot mm-hmm. So we were like uh, Then we were eating In the parking lot and then here comes these uh the, these three three well people like teenagers three teenagers come out of Chick Fil A mm-hmm. and like then I was like hey those two guys have uh, matching uh matching. Uh, Bass Pro hats.
1: Right, right. And you notice Bass Pro because you know your dad is a fisherman and sportsman, and you know Bass Pro has all those kind of equipment. So you notice those two hats. So Was there some details you noticed that um, actually surprised me?
0: Yeah. So the black one guy had a black hat. Another guy had a, uh, a white hat.
1: All right and right now I was actually just picturing them both white so Ephraim and his details and his kind of a photographic memory that's <laughs> right so let's go on with that story you know so what happened
0: so I mean uh, we are, I'm getting, eating my food they go in their car and then um, and then I'm eating and they they pull out very fast like pulled out really fast and like when then I went I was like oh they're pulling out pretty fast and I went down to eat, they went back into our parking spot really fast and just stared at us
1: yes, and that 's when you noticed that, hey I, you know mom, there's something strange about those guys and and then I started watching, and uh it wasn 't just that something was strange, it started to trigger something for you, so what happened? What was triggered in you with those with those once you realized that they were staring us down and and really just kind of messed with us, so what, what was triggered in you? What emotion? What did you feel?
0: I was kind of like, what are these guys doing? Because they're like because there's uh, kids like, that would be in the parking lot and if they like revved up real fast, and couldn't hit someone or hurt somebody. And so it was dangerous. And then I was like, it just like my mind was going off. I was like, what are they doing?
1: Mm. And what did it make you feel with them uh, as they sat there staring at us for a long time and, and as you're trying to eat? How did that make you feel?
0: It kind of make me feel felt a little bit uncomfortable.
1: Okay, and and so yeah, so I noticed that, and you know, a whole bunch happened with that. Um, I'm one of those moms that um, doesn't just let it happen. I end up getting out of the car and talking with these young men. And um, as we're talking about, it, you know, Ephraim and growing up with autism, many people are ignorant.
0: Yes, very ignorant.
1: Uh, Ignorant. And ignorance is not something that – now, I'm not putting these young men down or anything like that or anyone that is ignorant of something. But I am saying, though, that when there's ignorance, when a person or people – don't know some details or things like that about another person. it leaves room for um uh, miscommunication It leaves room for uh issues that may arise for another person that could cause them to have some some um some emotional distress and and that is what happened for you.
0: Yes, it was just a, a, like real confusing.
1: Yes. You know, and one of the things, Remy, you know, uh, that, you know, people may hear, I know here in America is, it's, it's it's a big term, um, but across the seas, you know, especially in Taiwan, which we're going to talk about in just a few minutes here. Um, the word advocate is something um, when we're speaking about uh, a person uh, being on the autism spectrum um, scale or a parent or a guardian of someone or a sibling of someone that is on the on the spectrum. uh There's an advocacy that happens where – and advocacy just means that, you know, they're they're standing with you. They are um, helping people to get out of the arena of ignorance and into the arena of knowledge regarding – autism right and so that event actually caused some triggers in you you felt nervous uncomfortable uh, confusion and things and so we had an opportunity rainy to grow uh, from that so how do you feel you grew from that situation
0: well I, well I would say I grew in this like understanding there's uh there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be kind of like Just not knowing.
1: Correct. Correct. Not knowing. And a lot of people that um, some people are just unkind and they don't do it because they feel that or they know that you are um, someone that has autism or anything. Um, But I believe that those young men, because once we did speak with them and once I spoke with them and then remember the coach was in the
0: no, it was uh, the uh, a teacher. A
1: teacher, yes. Remember, the teacher saw that situation, and that teacher came up to speak with them, saying, "Listen, hey, and because and so he actually advocated for you as well."
0: hmm Yeah, I remember. It. He was good friends with the with the coach.
1: Correct. And those and those guys were on the uh, I think volleyball team. Yeah, they were both on the right?
0: volleyball team.
1: And so that teacher advocated for you and for us and remember one of the actually uh, a couple of those students apologized in the vehicle oh yes they apologized while they were there Um, once they understood because I did tell that teacher you know that was extremely uncomfortable for my son um, being taunted by these young men Um, and I explained to him that you are on the autism spectrum And and once those uh uh, those young men knew that. See, they went from ignorance to knowledge. They felt really bad.
0: Yes, yeah, so they kind of like, they're like, oh, we didn't know.
1: Yes, yes. And so, um, so that was an opportunity to learn. Now let's talk about something. Now that was in our culture, right? That was here in America. Let's talk about the, some experience that you've had where, where, uh, people are really not knowing how to respond, um, or you not knowing how to respond or misunderstandings or miscommunication, um, when they happen for you. Um what kind of steps do we take and things like that? So in Taiwan, um that was a big deal. Um it was a big move yes. and and there was some major experiences there. So let's talk about that just for a few minutes.
0: Yes, and like Taiwan, like at first it was for me, it was just like do people know about autism here in Taiwan? And so I don't know how to what how to react. And so it's just like uh it was it was a big change for me at the time, and so like when it comes to Taiwan and it's it's uh like when they have like emotion emotional problems and they keep it aside because it's a cultural thing for them. Correct. They keep correct. in the motions. Mhm.
1: Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. So. What we did when we had like when I had uh, when I had problems, we talked it out, mm-hmm. and then we. We prayed about it, and then we just kept on moving forward.
1: Yes, and I, I think that's really really key right there. And one of the things, what you uh, uh, again, it was a, an opportunity for growth, right? Yes. Um, there are cultural differences, and so when there's um, misunderstanding or again a ignorance about uh uh special needs or autism spectrum when there is a uh, Misunderstanding and you're in another culture. There's a lot to be worked through and um, So give an example of one thing you did to work through those emotions First of all, tell me what was a new emotion that you experienced through some of the miscommunications and things that happened there? I cried Yeah yeah, you cried, and and um, why is that such a big deal?
0: Well, because I'm a very, I would say, a person that doesn't have that much, uh, well, I, I would say not a person that has emotions, but not a lot of it.
1: Mm yeah uh i i think many times people wonder what you're thinking like uh, if you're feeling excited many times it doesn't show on the outside even though you are excited yes inside and for you to cry which yes it broke my heart as your mama but i thought it was such a wonderful thing to express your emotions and not just, uh, a, you know, attempt to keep it in and isolate. You grew and because that's that could be easy to do, right? Yes. Right. And so so to stay out of that um, uh, when you're triggered to stay out of that place of isolation, you talked it through and there were some amazing people to help you walk through through that situation, and I thought uh, it was really beautiful uh, that you got to see the body of Christ work, and they wanted to learn. They didn't want to be ignorant of your emotional state and and how you think and um, how you perceive things as someone on the autism spectrum, right? And so uh, that, that did. We walked through and we grew together. We grew together. Now, um, not only is it difficult to uh, adjust to a new country, uh-huh. uh, but you did, and you learned, and you thrived. Yes. And and what was the biggest um, takeaway from that experience in Taiwan, um, from being there?
0: From being there, just uh, the freeness of everything.
1: Mm, explain that a little bit.
0: Like, I'm able to walk. Just like the different places walk to church, walk to the mall, walk to different places. Mm-hmm. Go to a park.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. And, and some of you that are listening to this recording, you might not understand what that is um, about, uh, what that really w- mean. And that might be another podcast that we can talk about, Ramy, as to why that's such a major deal that you are able to just walk um, freely and and I could trust. And and, and Taiwan is a very safe place. And so that was one of the issues that it was a safe place. So you really did get to experience um, a little bit more freedom and to grow Yeah, that's awesome So now coming back, Raimi Transitioning back from living in Taiwan um, Let's talk about your last week there
0: yeah, my last week we uh actually have my uh 19th birthday party. Mm. And so on a Monday at 4:45.
1: Uh that's right. Your invitations said 4:45.
0: And I remember uh the reaction, my brother Eli was like, "Why is it 4:45 or not like 4:50?" But, well,
1: 430 or 4.30 or 5 o'clock
0: And so they are all confused And so it's was just like My particular time Because I Knowing people would be Might be going
1: Might
0: be going where? To go play frisbee
1: Ah So you were thinking about the other people Okay. Yes, okay. Cool. 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 You're thinking about the other people. Awesome. So, uh, so you had a birthday party and what
0: else? And then we, uh, then we went to like, uh, well, we obviously drank our last milk teas, our bubble milk teas. Yeah. Yeah. I so get that enjoyment. Well, out. Mhm. Uh, mm-hmm. so coming back to America is gonna be like. We won't be get, be able to get this cheap like we did in Taiwan,
1: <laughs> and and just really all the experiences uh, okay. because we did really did come to love 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 all the food, the drinks, everything like that about Taiwan. We really did. So, Raymond, we are come up on 15 minutes here. But, you know, um, if you guys would just give us a little grace. And we have a couple more things we want to talk about right now and um, about growing up um, on the autism spectrum. Um, you know, Raymond, you got really, really connected in Taiwan with... Um, friends yeah you you made friends in Taiwan and people that were genuine friends of yours and and so leaving was emotional how did you handle that level of emotion and the difficulty transitioning back to America
0: at first I didn't really feel it and then until we got back to America the first couple of days and then all of a sudden it is all hit at once mm. And so, it was kind of like, I was sad, but I didn't know if anyone in Taiwan was sad, and so, it brought in my head a lot of scenarios. Ah, uh,
1: okay, so again, some wondering, right?
0: Just wondering.
1: Okay, okay. And, and again, emotional. It will be easy to um, go into yourself, uh, isolate. And how did you work through keeping that from being a, um, a spiraling even into depression? You know, so how did you walk through those difficulties?
0: Uh, I I took some counseling.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And then uh, after counseling, I, I talked to my parents. Mm-hmm. And then we prayed about it. And then we just kept going forward. and
1: Yeah. Again, uh you um you mentioned moving forward. Uh yes, uh and and what what do you mean by counseling?
0: By like counseling over family friend situations. Mhm. Just talking. But to out. a professional counselor. Yeah, to yes, to a, a mm-hmm. professional counselor and yes. she helps me by uh, just talking it out.
1: Okay. And and many times that can be fearful, um, thinking about going to talk to someone else about your issues that you're having. Um, But for you, Ramey, one of the things I, I have to tell you all listening, it was not um, me as ramy's mother or, or Ray as his father that said, Hey, Ramey, you need a counselor. No, he actually came to us. Ramy, you came to us because I think really because you were able to experience what you experienced in Taiwan, but really talking about your feelings because there were so many raw emotions that arose in Taiwan, you know, um, uh, with your brother you know coming back to the states once you were there he came back to the states and so you were you know that having to say goodbye again you know all all these different things there were so many uh emotions that were happening and you know missing everyone back in america your uh, nieces and nephew and your other brothers and and sister-in-law and and then getting to know people and things so just that in itself is so much emotion and, and things So coming back and so you really did have to learn Yes, right? How to talk through some things with people How to uh, communicate cross-culturally, right? And so do you think that that helps you to be able to um, know yourself better?
0: Yes how so how so this is like kinda like uh, for for uh for me to kinda understand the what what's actually happening where in my emotions, yeah,
1: yeah. So more aware of your emotions. And, and so being aware of your emotions, you're able to say, hey, I, th- I think I need some, some counseling. Yes. Awesome. Awesome, Remy. And I, I saw you take the counsel. It was really exciting to see it and um, and watch. And I've learned from you in that manner, too, and just looking at some of those tools you took away from the counseling sessions and things like that. So, Remy, so you've walked through some of these difficulties. Another thing you talked about a lot was talking yeah. It out right, yes, and praying mm-hmm. right, and uh, those are super key in our life, um, really, and and those really are what's helping us move forward. And that word, rainy moving forward. So you've said that a few times in this talk here. Um, Keep moving forward. And that's really kind of one of our models. Let's do it. Here's this. Let's move forward. So Remy, tell us right now, what are some of your future hopes and dreams?
0: Well, obviously after graduation or graduating high school to pursue in culinary.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Well not after I right after I graduate, like Maybe a couple of years after.
1: Sure, sure, but that's just oh, that's some
0: future dreams, some future, some future ideas.
1: Okay, and and what else?
0: It's like uh, doing this podcast. It's, okay, just been doing it a little bit more consistently over these next uh, few few uh, weeks. All
1: right, awesome. And and with that too, Raymi, as you're moving forward, how about uh, what's your plans on continuing to help others?
0: Well, obviously, this, well, this doing this podcast, doing, doing presentations, just like helping the, helping people for what I needed.
1: Sure. So helping people come out of ignorance and and into knowledge, on um, autism and all kinds of things from your perspective. Yes. Awesome. Rami. Well, fantastic. Well, again, thanks for having me here, allowing, allowing me to be a part of this talk
0: yes and so this is the end of the podcast so thank you for listening if you are listening and please uh, share this podcast and so if you want to if you want to if you want to uh, uh, well obviously I have an Instagram account for the podcast perspective 2020 podcast on Instagram and then and then you can email me uh, at uh, raymusicac@gmail.com for if you want have any questions, to s- if you want to set up a uh, set up a presentation for well for anybody. And so, and then you can ask me questions on Instagram if if you want to. And so, thank you, Mom, for being being the co-host today.
1: You're welcome.
0: And so. Well, as I said, thank you for uh, listening, and so right now, signing off, and goodbye.